What's up, guys? What's up? Thank you guys for joining. Guys, this is the Cash Geeks Network. Guys, I'm Dom. And like I said, this is the Cash Geeks Network. And guys, tonight we're going to go in. We're definitely going to go in on the technique, the techniques of wholesaling with our with our dude, Max Jimenez out of Phoenix. Bring him on in, Warren. And while Warren's bringing him in, we got my man Hayden in the building. Hayden's a part of the Cash Geeks team. And Max, how you doing, bro? What's going on, fellas? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about you guys? How you guys doing? Oh, uh, dude, we're we're doing amazing. We're doing amazing, Better man. Now we're... that you're here, man. There's we're... a there's a there was a saying. You guys look like you're chilling like villains. <laughs> <laughs> chilling like a villain. <laughs> you're so gangster, Max. We got into business for ourselves to get away from that world, Max. You know what's funny is, um, uh, guys, thank you for having me on. By the way, you know it's uh, this is a uh, an honor, and I appreciate you guys and. Uh, um, you know what's crazy about that comment is I used to know I used to know a lot of gangsters, but I never be, I was never one. I never got jumped into one. I, after I saw the first two guys get jumped in, I'm like, no, I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try wholesaling instead, right? Yeah, I'm gonna try wholesaling instead. Yeah, so, but I appreciate you guys for having me on, man. This is awesome. Did Steve jump you in? Steve, no, I jumped him in. <laughs> I got a funny story to share about you guys. Remind me sometime during the show. I want to share with you guys a story about that about uh, uh, somebody that was uh, that asked Steve if I, if I let him join my company. <laughs> oh, nice dude, nice dude. Hey, Max, listen once again. Like, thanks, thanks for doing this, man. This is super. I think a lot of people are going to get a tremendous amount of value. Uh, I think you're very well known in the industry, especially amongst the top players of real estate investors in the nation, right? All the people that we all mutually follow and all the people that show up day in and day out. And, yeah. you know, you're, you're jumping on social media, you're providing free value, free content. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot of people that do it at the level that you guys do it, you and Steve. Right. And I think it's absolutely amazing. Appreciate um, so if it's cool with you for anyone that's on here or that jumps on that don't really know exactly who you are, can you start from the beginning? Just tell a little bit about who you are, how you came up in the game and what your intentions are with your company. Sure. So I'm Maxi Menace. You know, obviously I'm in the Phoenix, Arizona market. I mean, it's the least competitive market in the whole state. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, um, so yeah, from Phoenix, Arizona, basically I grew up here all my life. Uh, actually, I was born originally in Mexico, but I go in Sonora, but I've been in Arizona my whole life. Um, and so I've been doing real estate for, I want to say now, It'll be six years in October. Um, so um, it's been a great journey. Um, we'll get a little more into that if you want a little bit later. But uh, Steve and I have been partnered up together since uh, I want to say I know Steve since 2016. And um, but we've been partners officially since uh, April of 2018. Oh, wow. uh, we've been business partners and it's only been three years, man, which is crazy. Right. Like to think about all the stuff that we've done together and, and we're just scratching the surface. There's a lot of guys that are doing a lot more than us, but um, we're very happy as far as where we're at and where we're headed, um, you know. And so, yeah, we're most of our business is wholesaling. Um, we'll do some flips here and there. We're not big on that. Um, and, 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 you know, obviously right now with the way the market is, we're wholesaling quite a bit of our deals. So that means that we're taking them down and we're listing them on the MLS. Um, Unless, you know, we can, you know, depend. And again, this just depends on the deal. But, uh, yeah, I, we do most of our business here in Phoenix. Tucson, Arizona. We're also in Oklahoma. Um, we're buying there as well. And uh, we just left New Mexico. We were there in New Mexico. And then we're considering Boise as another market for us. So, um, yeah. And we're not nationwide yet. Um, that's a work in progress. But, um, you know, that's kind of what we're working to. So, Awesome, dude. So you said you knew Steve since 2016 and you've been partners since 2018. Does yeah. that mean you've been in real estate since about 2016 or has your experience started earlier than that? Yeah. So I've been in real estate since 2015. Um, and then so what happened, I went to, uh, well, you know, Sean Terry's here in our event. That's how I got into real estate. Um, around 2014, I was actually, my background is, is um, you know, I've done sales. That's That's always been my background, but it came to a point, I want to say in 2011 or two, 2010, I didn't really know what to do anymore, right? Um, I always knew I wanted to be have my own business, be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know what to do. So my stepdad has always been in construction. So ironically enough, I jumped into construction. Um, and so I did that for about five years, I want to say. Um, and then in 2015, you know, 
I had a friend of mine that was doing real estate here and there. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, man, what do you think about the market? You, you looking to do some more houses and flips? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, let's, you know, take a look. So I started taking it. I started, you know, digging, digging deep. And, uh, you know, this was early 2015. And I started going on Craigslist and looking for properties. And, you know, what's funny is now I know, like, at that time, I didn't know what wholesaling was. And I didn't know what mm. wholesalers were. And so the people that I was calling were wholesalers and they're like, yeah, if you're ready to go, we can close in 10 days. You got the cash. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready to go. I don't have the cash yet. Um, but long story short, um, I went to, you know, started going to Sean Terry's meetup here in local in our market because he's here. And I went to my first real estate event in October of 2015, which was his flip to freedom. And so that's where it started. You know, I started marketing. I started door knocking. I started selling letters. Um, I didn't get my deal, man. It took me about 11 months to get my first deal. Wow. So we're talking from the time frame of October 2015 to about, I want to say September of 2016. But I never gave up, right? I wanted to, this is what I wanted to do. Um, I put myself around people. But but here's a story how I met Steve. Right around, uh, I want to say July or June of 2016, uh, one of the things that I started, hate, you know, I started hating my job. I want to use a better term. I've always been a person that dedicates myself to anything that I do and I do it, you know, with the best of my intentions. And so even in construction, like we had the best crew, you know, we, we did the best work, but, at, but, you know, obviously I had a mind shift because after that event in October, I actually went, um, I went, I, I call it blackout. Most people think blackout, you know, you get drunk and you blackout, but I stopped Ooh. TV. I stopped listening to music. I stopped, you know, and all I did was watch, you know, uh, read, read books, webinars, anything I can get my hands on for six months straight. So around June of 2016, um, I was pretty checked out of my job. Like I didn't belong there anymore. Right. My mentality was like, I shouldn't be here anymore. And so what I did, uh, you know, I convinced my wife, what if I get a job in real estate? <laughs> so, you know, and she's like, well, I was getting paid good money, by the way, for, for an hourly person, I was getting like 23 or 24 bucks an hour, which is great money in construction anyways. Um, and so I, I actually, uh, I applied, I, I, I answered an ad on Craigslist. And so this ad had me leave a voicemail and it. And so the voice, uh, sorry, a message through voice. So I left him a voicemail and said, Hey, my name is Max. You know, I'm looking for an opportunity. If you don't like the way I work, you can fire me in 30 days. That was the message that I left on there. I was pretty confident. And at the same time, if it didn't work out, it worked out no hard feelings. And so I get, I kid you not, I get a call within about two, three minutes. And guess who was on the other line? Steve. Steve. It was Steve. Yes, it was Steve on the other line. So it's Sean crazy how that works. What's that? Sean Terry. <laughs> no, no, not Sean Terry. No, it was Steve, right? It was Steve. So so then, you know, I, I uh, he gave me the job and I came to work with him. Uh, that only last thing only lasted about, you know, uh, two and a half months. 30 days. Huh? Yeah. That 30 day offer. Yeah, two and a half months. So he's still kind of sour about that, even though we're business partners. He tells everybody, yeah, then Max left. Because <laughs> I was still, I was still. I was still marketing, you know, I was still, even though I was working there doing calls and stuff, I was, I was booking appointments for them and I was still marketing and I ended up getting my first deal locked up and I sold it and I made $11,500, um, uh, you know, uh, I want to say 60 days after I started working with Steve, I said, Steve, I need to talk to you. I'm done. I'm going on my own. He's like, Oh, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> right, right, right. So then, uh, fast forward, right. How we partnered up. Um, I went on my own for a while and then me and another guy did, did some business together for all of 2017. I kind of went away from wholesaling and we started doing quite a bit of flips. Me and another guy here locally, uh, it wasn't an official partnership. We were just working together. We were hustling, you know, we we're going out to appointments and we did about, I want to say that year, we did close to about 14 flips, just me and him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was quite a bit. I learned a lot. And towards the end of the year, I was getting, I was getting a little bit, fr uh, you know, felt like I had a job again. That makes sense. Cause I was doing everything, watching out you know, for the subs and doing all that. And then, so, um, me and Steve kept the relationship going even after I left. So basically, so basically, uh, Steve reached out to me and said, Hey, what are you up to? And then we had lunch. And then after that, you know, we partnered up. That was the April of, uh, that was uh, March of 2018 when we partnered up and you know, this is three years later, here we are. That's amazing. Hey, really quick, I just want to interlude really quick because we have a, a good number of people on and people are jumping in gradually. Sure. So guys, thank you guys so much for joining. We've got Max Jimenez on, partners with Steve Trang, and, and they run a wholesale business called Max Cash Offers based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, they're very well-known um, real estate investors, 
throughout the entire nation. A lot of people know them from social media and everything yeah. that they do. So we all want to thank them very much for, for joining us. And also, this is a, a no holds barred, ask anything, comment anything. So any questions you guys have, you could also treat it like a training if you want to. Go yeah. ahead and contribute any comments, any questions in the feed, and we'll go through the feed and we'll answer as many things as, as we can um, throughout the entire hour. We have about 47 minutes left, so we just want to get as much information out of Max as we possibly can. Yes, sir. I'm ready. So, so Max, yeah, why, go ahead. Why, why shift out of the flip? What, what happened? So at that time, uh, you know, at that time frame or what was going on there is is I was the one doing everything. It wasn't necessarily the fix and flip uh, uh, um, strategy. It was more of me doing everything. You know, I, I was locking up the deals. And then what happened is I would uh, take I would have to handle the subs and stuff because we didn't we didn't really have like a general contractor. That makes sense. So it felt like so. And, and so the, the, the gentleman I was doing um, that I was actually uh, working together with, um, he had all the, 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 the private money connections. So he was basically the money guy at the end of the day. Um, so I just felt like I, like I had a, a uh, you know, a, a job basically again. So it was more of that feeling that I had a job. I wasn't really going anywhere. I didn't want to, you know, um, I didn't want to keep doing that, you know, because I felt like I was at a job again. And that's not what I got into real estate for. Yep. So you call Steve. Um, he called me actually, uh, because man, he kept in touch, you know, he would see what I was doing. He would message me and, uh, you know, I would talk to him, you know, kind of looked at him as a mentor and, uh, uh, and then basically he's, he knew what was going on and, you know, the frustrations. And so he reached out, he's like, Hey, let's, let's talk, you know, let's chat. And so we met for lunch. And like I said, uh, that day at lunch, I told him what I didn't want to do, what, you know, with some of my goals. And he's like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's rock and roll. That's awesome. Nice, That's awesome. Nice. He clearly saw something super valuable in you. Um, you worked with him on his team. He probably yeah. saw a lot of a lot of uh, the good attributes that you have, and to take you 100%. on as a partner, um, sounds like you guys work very well with each other. Yeah, hundred percent, man. We do. Um, we, most people always ask us, like, how do you guys make that partnership work? I mean, we do very different things at the end of the day, um, you know, and we bring and we bring very different set of skills to the table. So we're not actually clashing against each other. You know, we're we're not actually like always contradicting or clashing or, or, or things like that. So um, we we uh, we mesh really well. So I, I know most people don't like partnerships, but we've had it. We you know, so far it's been great, man. That's awesome. So we have Naaman Taylor on. Sure. Uh, and he has a really interesting question. He's asking, if you had individual success, what made you partner up with Steve? Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, question. Um, so, you know, as an individual, I was doing OK. Um, and, and, and it's something that I was thinking about. Actually, I was at a Starbucks when Steve called me and I was planning to to go on my own. Um, you know, I was getting ready to figure out what was going to be my next step, what was going to be my next, uh, you know, move. And so he called me while I was at that Starbucks. And so when I met with him, um, he shared his vision with me. And, and one of the things that I was like, do I go on my own and go through the hurdles and go through, you know, uh, pay for, for, for the experiences, or do I take this on and basically, you know, have Steve help me to slingshot my, my career, right? Because Steve's been in real estate since 2007. So, you know, it wasn't like we, we made the call, went to lunch and it was like, you know, let's do it. Um, he shared with me some of the vision, what we wanted to do. So, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, he became a mentor to me. And so we all know what mentors can do for you. The right mentor can, uh, you know, expedite your time frame. Uh, the right mentor can, uh, you know, uh, help you avoid a lot of costly, costly mistakes. And so that's the way I was looking at it. You know, not only, you know, I wanted not, I could have, yeah, I could have went and done it on my own. And eventually, you know, maybe became successful. I don't know. But looking at the overall picture and the vision and everything that he was bringing to the table, uh, you know, it was a no brainer for me, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And like you said, partnerships are tough. Mm -hmm. So it just it just has to it just has to work. It either works or it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. But they're like relationships. You know, I always tell everybody, you know, if you don't work it, like you're saying, uh, um, if, if you don't work the partnerships, if you don't. It, yeah, it's like it's like if you're in a relationship, you got to be able to work that relationship as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So Claudio's on says Max is a beast. Isaac Aviles says 100%. Sounds like everything's going good. And one of the things that I that I kind of enjoy 
when I look at your posts and the things that you and Steve have been contributing lately is a heavy influence on, on, um, <clears throat> on approaching sales yeah. and, you know, what can you, and the things that you guys do to like hook the sellers, catch their attention and make them appeal to you, uh, a lot more than maybe some other investors, because like you said, you know, you guys are in Phoenix, right? It's one right. of the most competitive yeah. markets in the nation, if not the com most competitive market. And I feel like from everything that I see or that we see, it's kind of like the wholesale hub of the country. You know, a lot of influencers, you know, real estate invest investment influencers, wholesaler influencers, especially a lot come from Phoenix. Yeah. So I could just imagine the type of competition is out there. And that makes you guys have to step up your game. Yeah, right. you, yeah, you got to figure out a way to set yourself apart. Um, and not only that, I mean, you got to think everything that you see as far as Zillow and, and Open Door and, and OfferPad, they all started here with their we buy, right? Like like uh, I buyer, sorry. Uh, they started here. Like for some reason, this is the ground of let's go practice. If we mess it up, it's all right. We will deal with it. This is it. So we're not only competing with other investors, a lot other influencers, uh, big players that you guys know, right? Um, and so we're also competing against those other, uh, you know, those guys as well. Right, right, right. So if you don't mind us asking, um, so if you if you can contribute, maybe some sales tips that can help some of the people watching like so say someone's coming in and maybe they're having a tough time getting people to trust them or getting people to um just stay on the phone with them what are yeah. some tips that maybe you can contribute that can help some of the people that are watching yeah i always tell everybody the the biggest thing that you need to have to have an effective sales you know you got to have a sales process right and you gotta have a, you gotta have a sales framework so basically what that means is that it's gotta, you gotta have something that's repeatable, right? Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Because there's the there's a key to success. And 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 if you don't have a sales process or a sales framework, if you're always winging it, if you're always, you know, running appointments or, or running phone calls by the seat of your pants, then basically, you know, you're 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 gonna get frustrated. So that's the first thing I would say is 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 to have a sales process that you can repeat and that you're able to duplicate every single time. Um and what that does for you, it gives you confidence because you know that it's worked. You know that it's you've gotten a deal already out of it, um, and you know how to tackle you know every you know situations when they when they uh, when they uprise or when they come up uh, with your prospects. So having that process that you're able to default back to, um, you know, you can always rely on that on that framework. Um, now, as far as like some things like what to say and hear that, it just depends. I mean, you know. Uh, a lot of times, you know, uh, it, it depends what you're doing, right? If you're co-calling, there's a little bit of things that you can say on your intro uh, yeah. to set yourself apart, right? We call it, uh, so on co-calling, we call it uh, lost and confused, right? Uh, a good tip for someone that's co-calling is never, we never start the co-call with, hey, I'm calling just to make you a cash, see if you consider a cash offer. We're always calling to find out if if this is actually the seller that I'm talking to, right? So it'd be something like, hello, hello, Dom. And then they're like, yeah, who is this? We're assuming the relationship. We're not asking if you're there. We're not asking if this is you. We have the information in front of them, right? In front of us, sorry. We have the information. We we skip traced it. We know. So if if, if it's a male voice picking up and, it's, and I'm, I'm going to assume the relationship and I'm going to say, hey, Dom. And then the next thing I'm going to say is like, hey, Dom, I don't know if you can help me. Um, I've been trying to reach the owner of one, two, three main street. So I want to, then that, that confirms if it's you and then they're going to say, that's me. What is this about? I'm creating curiosity, right? Um, in the call. So that's how I'm going to keep them on the call. I haven't talked about making a cash offer yet. I haven't said anything. I'm still, I'm still finding, I'm, I'm trying to find out if you're even the guy that I need to be talking to. Um, once they verify like, Hey, um, you know, yeah, that's me. The next thing that I'm going to say is my pitch. I'm going to, and I don't say I'm just, I've never used that word as, Hey, I'm calling because, you know, we're buying properties in that neighborhood. You're probably not interested in selling that one. We go negative, right? So they can correct us. So once we go negative, they're either going to say, well, maybe depending <laughs> on what you offer. Okay. Well, what were you hoping for? So that's, those are a couple of things that you can do that to, to get past that 30 second you know, uh, uh, introduction. Um, but you know, again, I, I go back to make sure that you gotta, you gotta, you gotta process. That's the biggest thing. Mm, that's interesting. You use the word hope. What are you hoping for? How, mm -hmm. how has your results been with that approach? 
So it's been great because, you know, most people, their hope, their, the psychology is like most people there, they can relate to that, right? The hope, the hoping. So, you know, and, and so it's been great because it opens up, you know, the, the, they're, they're thinking like, well, I was hoping that you can give me this much, or I was hoping that you're able to, you know, provide, you know, uh, give me X amount, whatever the case may be, but it works great. We, we always used it. Right. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dom, Dom, how much are you hoping for? Yeah. Hey Dom, you know, what were you hoping to get? And then, you know, and then, so a lot of times, you know, they'll say like, well, you're probably one of those low ball offer guys. Okay. Well, when you say low offer, low ball, what do you mean by that? Well, you're going to, you're going to make me a low ball offer. Okay. Well, what were you hoping for that? I was going to make you right. What offer? Heavy heavy Martinez influence in there, which is, so I, sometimes I struggle with, um, because I work with a lot of other investors to, to sure. transaction. So I, I preach the going negative and, and like for a lot of hard line, like either, you know, seasoned sales professionals, they have a really hard time buying into this, that, that psychology. They but do. Saying, you know, in, in Phoenix, which is, you know, one of the most competitive markets, you being one of the bigger players there, you know, you guys are, are taking that approach. And yeah. So, so yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, and, and again, this is, I think for the most part, this is coming from the same place for us and Martinez, right? We, we basically, Steve and I have, have been taught by, uh, our own Sandler coach. So it's the Sandler training system. Um, that's why it sounds a little familiar. Uh, it's the same, it's there, there, it's the same, uh, uh, concept, you know, obviously we put our own twist on it. He's put his own twist on it, but it all comes from that same system. Uh, that's David Sandler created. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. And then you did what you had to do on your part to convert it to our industry. Is that right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and <laughs> what Steve says, and what we always say is like, you know, we, we learn how to convert it based on getting our teeth kicked. It's not all, it's not a, it's not a, you know, philosophy or, or concept. We, we know where, where this works. We know where you're going to get hit because we're out here using it with real sellers. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's very interesting because what's tough for a lot of people and it's been, it was tough for us for a long time and we're still not perfect at it, but you know, we're, we're <clears throat> real estate investors and we're out to buy real estate. Right. Correct. And on our calls, both on the cold calls and the acquisition calls, we're, we're buying a product. We're not selling a product. Right. So it's almost like some of these tactics we have to flip into a yeah. 180 yeah. Uh, and do it in reverse. So not only are you doing that, but you're also taking a negative approach so that hopefully you can help the seller to lead the way yeah. to closing that deal rather than you telling them what to do. Because when you tell people what to do, they don't want to do it. Yeah. So you have to help them lead you to, to the, to the close. hundred percent. Now, one of the things that's helped us to kind of shift that mindset is yes, you're buying. Yes, we are buying the real estate, but remember you can't buy the real estate until you solve the problem. If there's not a problem there to solve, you know what I mean? And a lot of times sellers don't know, like they, they don't even, they're not even aware that there's a situation that's, that's the reason why they need to sell the property. So the way I look at it is like, I can't buy the house until I can find out what the problem is and how I'm going to solve that problem. Once I find out what that problem is, I solve it. And then I'm going to buy the real estate after the yeah. fact. Gotcha. So what are you um because you you guys last time we because we had steve on like two weeks ago right or three weeks ago two yeah two or three yeah, weeks. so he said you guys are putting a heavier <laughs> emphasis now on cold calling right yes yeah okay how how has that been working out so we hired a company to do the cold calling for us um and okay. yeah so honestly so it's weird right like every marketing you got one week where cold calling's higher direct mail's higher um, and, and last month, uh, cold calling was beating all our other, uh, all of our marketing pieces, uh, PPC direct marketing. Uh, and then right now, I think it's, a, I think, uh, middle of the month, I think where cold calling has been, has been, uh, has been ahead, uh, for us. So it's been working well. Um, we're getting most of our leads from cold calling, nice. uh, the, uh, PPC and direct mail has slowed down quite a bit for us, but, uh, cold calling is still, it's still the spearhead for out of all of them. It's been working great. Um, but also we went all in, um, on some niche lists, like we're not pulling lists from, you know, uh, like a prop stream or, or some, you know, places like that. We're actually, we, we went all in on, uh, on, a, on, a, on some lists, some niche lists that we're buying that cost us quite a bit of money, uh, to mm -hmm. buy, you know, one of them is from our friends from investor machine. I don't know if you guys have bought that, those lists, 
And the other one is another list that uh, that we bought from, um, I think it's called Dantic, the list that we bought. So yeah, so we've, we've been going hard on those two lists. So one of the feedbacks that we're getting on, on, on those lists is that they're not getting hit as much. I don't know what these guys are doing to pull these lists, but it's been working great for us here in Phoenix anyways, um, as far as uh, connection rate and contact rate. Yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, that's amazing, man. Um, so, would would you say you know because those are those are lists that are um, they're pricey, right? Yeah. There's a you, you got to pay pay to play. Of course, so, you know not a lot of people watching this are are at that level. Um, so, what would you recommend to some people, or what do you recommend um, when people are asking you about you know getting started, what lists to hit, stuff like that? Because like right now, a big thing is you know I want to um just what everybody's saying out there right now is hey go to prop stream get a list skip trace it cold call it you know what yeah. i mean um yeah. it's like a lot of people are doing that but how how can you stay different and competitive sure. um if you have any experience with that yeah yeah i would say honestly it's a gold mine that most people don't think about your county records if you're blessed to be in a county where you can access records online uh, you know, you hire a VA to pull records directly from there. They can download the PDFs. You know, um, you're not going to get a ton of records, but you're going to get some really good. Re- uh, you know, you're going to get direct from the source um, like in Phoenix In Phoenix. I could pull every single record uh, that has to do with any type of liens, inheritance, uh, you know, HOA problems, you know, uh, divorces, everything here in Phoenix. The other thing that and that's free. The other thing, too, is uh, uh, we have a list that's called uh, code violations, which is code enforcement. You pay mm-hmm. twelve bucks for that list. That list is super high, uh, and you only pay twelve bucks for it. And then you just got to send it in to get, you know, because it comes in a PDF. But there's a free program online that you could do a PDF to Excel converter. You skip you, and that's about three thousand records. So you cold call that list. You're gonna get a deal out of that list. Um, and the, and you know, again, you're only spending twelve bucks. You know, the other lists are free on there. Um, driving for dollars is another one that I've always liked. And the reason why I like driving for dollars, I know most people kind of talk down at it is because it's not on anybody's list. It might be, but you, it doesn't say it's got boarded up windows. It doesn't say that it's got, you know, broke, you know, uh, weeds as tall as six feet, right? None of the, the lists aren't saying that. So that's why I, I still like, uh, driving for dollars. If, if you are looking for those alternatives besides like prop stream and some of those programs where by the time they hit that, you know, by the time they hit, Usually, you know, people, a lot of people have already called it or, or you know, or have already uh, um, uh, marketed to it. Right, right, right. Good points. So you said that you're going through uh, a service, right, for, for cold calling? Yeah. Um, so one of, uh, Zach is asking, what is your process for verifying if a VA is good enough um, to stay on the phone doing your cold calls? Um, do you guys get to like bet the the VAs and stuff like that? Yeah, so that's one of the things. Obviously, when you hire a VA, you gotta get you know you know you gotta get some recordings first of all. And I always say get two recordings. Get one them get get one with them reading the script, which is fine, practicing it. But then also, what I would do if you're hiring a company or or if you're hiring a, a VA, leave the recording on and have them have a casual conversation because you can get formal right to read something. Clear your throat and you know pronounce you pronunciate <laughs> the words correctly, uh, but also you want to get a recording you know where they're just having a casual conversation and they're not on. Um, and then you know you, uh, the other thing too is, is is make sure that you're giving them the 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 correct KPIs too to make sure if you want them to give you two leads a day, three leads a day, they got to meet goals. You know, um, mm. and if you are going to hire your own VAs, you're going to have to invest a lot of time, which means that you're going to have to at least train them once or twice a week to get the results that you want. Most people hire VAs and then they just let them run. VAs aren't made to, to create, you know, to run and, 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 uh, and figure it out on their own. They're made to follow instructions. They're made to, you know, here's what you need to do and make sure that you do it this way, this way, this way. And they're going to run with it and do it perfect. Right, 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 right. So, um, Naman is asking, where do you find expensive niche lists? Um, so we're part of, you know, through mass, through masterminds. I mean, we found, you know, obviously we're part of a couple of masterminds. These are some things that are not out there. That you can do, right. Yep, uh, so, so yeah. Mastermind pay, pay to play, pay to play. Exactly. Pay to play. Yep. Nice. And Claudio's asking, so this guy's might be some competition, <laughs> but uh, how many cold callers are ideal for, for a market like Phoenix? 
um, at the entry level. And then at beast level, uh, where you might be marketing heavy, what's a good range? 20 yeah. to 30? Dude, what's 20 to 30 VAs, that's a fucking shit. <laughs> that's I don't know right. if we know anyone that has virtual assistant. No, anybody, <laughs> anybody that has 20, 30 VAs, they have a business that they co-call for other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how many VAs do you guys? You guys got a pretty, I mean, you guys probably have a bigger, you know. Um, uh, I think we have eight. We got eight VAs. Uh, for co-calling, yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, we got four. So we have four for, for us. Okay. And yeah. so I think that's a very good number for us. Um, we're able to handle the leads. We're able to process them correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I go back to uh, two things is, are you processing the leads correctly? Um, and then are you also, um, or are you getting overwhelmed? You know, you got to make sure it's not about just having VAs, like get on the phones and let's start dialing because that's a waste of money, right? If you're not processing the leads correctly and you're not, uh, um, you know, uh, nurturing them and things like that. There's a lot that goes behind it. It's not just generate the leads. You got to make sure that you're following up. You got to make sure that you're nurturing them, you know, and and if you have too many VAs that then you can handle, I mean, for one person, I think one might be fine if, if it's just one person. I don't see a problem with that. Right, right. So, and then 20, when are you going to get 20 to 30 VAs, bro? <laughs> Never, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to start a VA freaking business over here <laughs> yeah four is my i think four is my max i might add one more but yeah four is probably i mean it's probably it's good for us right now yeah i gotcha i gotcha um so tell tell me because you you said you and steve train work together very well because you guys stick to your own lanes handle very different parts of the business so Correct. what what do you handle what's your day-to-day like um what does that look like yeah so i'm almost i'm 100 you know well 100 on, on on max cash offers which is our real estate business that's really my focus um is is i don't you know it's basically to be a visionary in that business and then make sure that everything's on track you know make sure that you know the, the building the relationships um i have an integrator i have a tc i also have four um i have four a total of four va ad, administrative admin uh vas so they do a very good job for us um and then uh, uh ryan who's my integrator that guy's a rock star man that guy just handles more you know he handles everything as far as operations so my goal is uh, on the on the real estate side is just make sure that you know everything is where, where the team is, is, is basically uh, working in its roles to its full potential. And if not, I, I'll step in and figure out, you know, what is going on, where I can help. Um, but here's the other kicker, though, man. I love closing deals. I mean, I have the guys book appointments for me. I'll go to appointment all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. I love, like, true, like, deep down inside, that's my passion, like, closing deals. I love talking to sellers, um, you know, and I understand I can't do it every day. But when I get the opportunity, man, I'm like a little kid. Let's go. I'll close. Let's close the deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some and people they, rock climb some people you know some people yeah climb. exactly exactly <laughs> exactly and then, yeah. <laughs> and then uh and then steve obviously um he's he's running operations on on the real estate disruptor side um you know right. and so um i'm just in the owner's box in on that business which is great nice nice um so what would you say takes you from that level of I'm just a wholesaler to now I'm a business owner, you know, managing my team. Um, and how do you, how did you make that move? Got it. You know, it, this is funny, right? But it's simple, man, as people, people, it's the people that make your business. It's not your business doesn't make the people. Um, you guys know this, right? You got to, you guys have a pretty big operation. Um, if you guys didn't have some of the people that you have, your operation wouldn't be running at the level that it is. So it took me a long time to learn that because I was the mentality, like, let me just get, get out of the way. Let me do it all. <laughs> right, right. And so, and, and, and you know, and, and that doesn't work. That only takes you as far as you can go, as you can go. Uh, and sometimes you become your own bottleneck. So yeah. and the faster you learn that, the faster you realize that, that it's people that make your business and, 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 and it's the right people, right? The right people, the right culture yeah. um, and people that want to be around you um, because you can only go so far by yourself, you know, right? Like I said, you know, 
you, you start to become a bottleneck to your own business because you're the one that's trying to do everything. So I think when you get to that point where you realize you're not growing, but you're doing the right things, but you're not growing, you're stuck, you're bottlenecking. It's time to hire someone. It's time to get out of the way and make and, and have someone do a better job than you do. Right, 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 right. right. And I think um, <clears throat> you hit the nail on the head when you said the right people. I think that's enormous because <clears throat> you can hire people all day long and they can come and they can go or yeah. maybe they're not fit for the role. Yeah. Um, and then all the adage is what? It's <clears throat> hire slow, fire fast. Exactly. Um, a lot of people can jump the gun and not hire slow, right? And just pull people on the team. And then you might have a, a bunch of people in your operation, but it's not performing at its peak level yeah. um, or maybe not making as much money or really not making any money. So just pulling people on the team isn't isn't the goal. The goal is is the right people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that you said that because it took a, a long time for us to learn that. It took yeah. a long time for us to learn the fact that you need two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you need a list players, and you need to not settle, right? And it doesn't matter if it takes several weeks or several months of interviewing to get those right people. Um, it's just something that you need to go through. Um, so one of the things that we want to focus on here um, in the present and in the upcoming future is stellar recruiting. That's cool. No, that makes sense. You know, um, well, for example, right, we, we let go of the individual <laughs> yesterday, right? He it was 30 days, right? We usually give 30 days. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I've learned, you know, again, this is a learning process for me. But one of the things I learned is that we hire, we hire and we fire based on our core values, right? Um, something we learned from Gary Harper um, when he came into town with, for us last year is that you have to you have to do that because your core values make up your culture. Um, mm -hmm. if, they violate, if your core values are being if your core values are being violated, that means your culture is being is being is being violated as well. Um, and one of the core values that we hold, which is big to us, is is growth mindset. Right? You know, you, in this business, you got to have that. And so, unfortunately, you know, that person didn't um, and didn't care to even even. Or even it wasn't even interested in that. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, um, hiring the right people, we've got to that point now, we got to, where we have a good system in place, because we were the same way, like, oh, you want to make some calls? Come on, let's go. Get on the phones, you know, get some deals. And and what, what would happen, right? Like, it was, it was almost a waste of time, because you got to start all over again. And now having that process in place is like we can we can, you know, um, we can bring in the right person that we fit. That is a fit. Obviously, they still have to try out. Right. It's like it's like sports. You know, they're they're this, you know, they're they're these badass athletes. But, you know, once they come to play, like it's different. So they still have to they still have to perform and they still have to you know do the things that are required. Right. 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 So what's your biggest challenge right now? Um, biggest challenge right now. Um, it's always, it's always the same thing, right? Like sales, having your guys, your sales guys always work is working to their full potential. Um, you know, and as a leader, that's our job, right? It's our job is to figure out what is that. Um, and, and, and again, um, that's really what it is right now. And, and sometimes I have to dive, dive back into that sales manager role. Um, and it's not because I don't have a sales manager, but because I understand that our sales process is very stringent and it's very hard to learn. Yeah. We have to really, honestly, no matter how much sales experience, like we tell, like I, I we're just, we're having a new guy come in uh, on the 28th. And I told him straight up, like, dude, you're going to start from zero. We're going to have to rewire you. Uh, you know, this is, you know, a different, um, that's always, that that's the challenge that I'm having right now. For some reason, our guys have been a little bit uh, uh, missing the basics, but, but I get yeah. it. Our sales process, that's, that's a little stringent. It's difficult, you know, because you got to rewire your brain to think this right. way. Yeah. Right. right. So, so how often are, like, how often are you, are you doing training um, with, with your uh, salespeople and stuff like that? Um, so we're doing, uh, so we do training, sales training specifically, we do three times a week. So, um, and then we have a morning, a daily morning huddle, which lasts about 15 minutes. That's not really training, but if there's a we 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 discuss and then we talk about it and there's any issues that need to be a, an extended long time then we'll make an appointment for that. Um, so we we also do that. The morning huddles have been a game changer for us because we're identifying on a daily basis what's happening in our business and what's happening with them. Right, right, right. right. Um, but again, you know, it's sales guys, man. Like it, it, it's not it's nothing new, right? I'm pretty sure you guys can attest to this. Uh, sales guys have to be motivated. They have to, you know not motivated. Sorry, they have to be 
you know, brought back to the base of why you're doing what you're doing and, 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 right. and you're not performing and what's going on and stuff because it, it sells is a, it's, it's a hard game. Yep. 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 Now on the, on the topics, uh, a topic of sales, especially in wholesaling, a lot of people are not asking the right questions. You know, people getting into wholesaling, people getting into sales, you know, everyone wants to know the list, right? What list are you pulling? What's the magic list? Um, and they all want to know the marketing approach. My question, bro? <laughs> they all want to know the marketing approach. Are you cold calling or they're fascinated? They want to try all these different marketing methods and they don't realize that they have a conversion problem, right? It's not a list problem. It's not a marketing approach problem. Your problem is, is a conversion problem. And a lot of exactly. times they're missing, they're missing the ball on that. Like your sellers don't trust you. They don't know yeah. you. You're not representing your company well. You're not being a good portrayal of what your company represents, right? Yeah. So what can you point out a few things that people are missing that they should be capitalizing on so that they're not so worried on the magic list and things of that sort? Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I always tell people if you don't work <laughs> on your craft, the craft's not going to respect you, right? So, you know, and, and again, I, I'll be, I'm, I'm honest here. Like, you can't mess up a motivated seller. But let's be honest, in this market, where is that low-hanging fruit right now, right? Um, it shows up every now and then, and it's like you still got to stretch for it. But it's very rare, right? It might be ripe, and it tastes sour, like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but but it's the ones that are in between those, right? So, you know, the thing is, like, those are the ones that most people give up on because they don't know how to ask the right questions. So if you're able to at least training for yourself you know there's a there's a there's a plethora what do you say that word there's a lot of books right Pepper. yeah of books that you can buy on amazon top sales you know just basically to have a decent conversation uh in order for you to ask the right questions most people uh want to most people spend their time in convincing mode instead of sifting mode so what that means is that they're talking to the wrong mm -hmm. prospects right they're talking to i call them suspects right they're not prospects they're suspects and a lot of people don't know how to how to separate those two. So they either get happy ears or or basically they, they just don't know how to identify who is that who is that prospect because they're not asking the right questions. And one of the one of the best books that I recommend is actually a book called Asking Questions the Sounder Way. Because <laughs> nice. it's gonna show you, and I always tell everybody, because they always ask me, like, you know, how do you come up with these? Like, read the book, it's there, it's it's it, the information is there, it's gonna cost you. It's going to cost you 14 bucks or whatever, and but it's going to change your approach to to your sales uh, skills. It's going to add it's going to add a, um, you know, a, a new tool that you never thought about. So I think if one thing that I would recommend for somebody that's listening is start getting better at asking strategic questions and buy buy a, buy that book, buy some books that can train you how to do that. Mm. I like so that. What was it? Asking questions the Sandler way. Yeah. Asking questions the Sandler way. Gotcha. And I'm posting right now. Most people spend their time in By convincing Adam. mode instead of sifting mode. Yes, that's sir. Yep. That's that's awesome. That's basically um, <clears throat> the sell me this pen approach, right? Mm -hmm. Are you in the market yeah. to even buy a pen? If you're yeah, not in the market they... to buy a pen, thank you, next. When I talk to people that ask me questions about this method, I say to compare it to Tinder, right? You know, this person is not for you. Swipe left. Swipe left, <laughs> yep. move on to the next person. Exactly. Exactly. Wholesaling is like Tinder, people. You know, treat yeah. it the same. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and so, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I think most, uh, you know, people are spending way too much, uh, you know, on that. And the other thing, too, is that a lot of, uh, you know, with adding to that is most salespeople, right, what they, what they try to do on a sales call <laughs> is they try to get their their needs met and their emotional needs met or whatever the case is going on, instead of trying to figure out what is going on with the seller, right? They're, they're, they're trying to get a set of satisfied on a call. So what happens is they confuse building rapport with, um, with getting the prospect to like them and becoming their friend. And that's not really what it's about. It's, it's your building rapport is your job to figure out if this is someone that's going to do business with me. And the way I'm going to figure that out is I need to know what type of personality this person is and how does this person, how do, how do they learn? Like, how do they react to certain things? Um, and a lot of people don't, don't really don't know how to do that. And so what happens is, right, I actually posted a video about this today is they look at the golf clubs on the corner and they're like, oh, you golf too? Me too. Ha, 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 right? And that's, pretty, that's not genuine, right? That's not, that's yeah, not. No one golfs. 
Yeah, no one golfs. <laughs> but you get my point, right? It's just an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and that's the other thing too is is we're not in the business to make friends. If you want a friend, you get a dog. Ooh. Mm. Hey Hayden, I got a drink too. You got a drink? Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. He <laughs> didn't work. He doesn't respect me. <laughs> no, that makes oh, wow. sense. So, so what are some ways to build rapport without chit chatting about the weather? Yeah. So, so like you know, if if you got somebody that wants to talk about themselves, because that's the thing is prospects. One of the things that you got to learn about is they don't really care about you, right? At the end of the day, right? They don't they don't care about what you got to say. They care about themselves. They love hearing themselves talk. But at the same time is that, you know, for example, if you and I, Dom, were having a conversation and, and you said, uh, you know, hey, man, I, you're showing me something and you love baseball. And then, and, and, you know, let's just say that you told me, man, I really love baseball. I'm not going to say, you know what? I'm a baseball fan, too. I'm going to my, my next question for something like that would be like, what do you like about it? What do you like about baseball, Dom? And so you're going to share your story. And in that story, you might say, well, I love to hear the sounds, you know, when the baseball cracks, when the bat cracks the baseball instantly. Now I know that you're an auditory learner. You're not, a, you're, you're an auditory person. So you like the sounds, right? You know, I like to hear the, the, the bat hit the baseball. I like the sound of the umpire, um, umpire when he's yelling strike. Okay, perfect. So I, now I'm, now what I'm going to use. So it sounds like, so what I'm hearing how they're going to relate to us. You see what I'm saying? Now and I'm that's gonna... when that's when you tell the seller, listen to me, press enter when I send the DocuSign. <laughs> Do you hear that clicking sound? Yeah. <laughs> I just sent you the DocuSign, sir. Did you hear it? The ASMR close. You know, and the other and the other thing too is 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 you know, it's understanding this guys, this is all on, on Google. This is nothing special, okay? You just gotta spend a little bit of time for those you guys that are watching. Um, you know, the other thing I, I like too is uh, finding out what their personality profile is, right? Are they a, are they dominant? Are they steady, influential? Um, you know, are they you know uh, what's the other one? Conscientious or cautious? I can't remember the C, right? So one question that gets us that answer right away is like, hey Dom, you know, um, you know, I know you told me you were interested in selling this property. What were you hoping for? That's a question that gets us that because Dom can say, well, I was just hoping that you make me an offer today. Boom. I know I got a dominant person on the phone. Right. I know I got somebody that's going to be dominant. And so what I got to do now is I got to match their tonality. I can't overpower them because then they're going to feel like crap. Then they're going to hang up on me because dominant person don't like to, don't like to be overpowered or be or, or and they fear being taken advantage of. Right. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things. So this is the disc profiles that somebody that, you know, that's watching again on, on the Internet for free and learn it. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you're going into all of these um, <clears throat> different parts because that's what makes sales so complex. I mean, yeah. you can you 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 can make it as simple as you want. You can make it as complex as you, as you want. Um, keeping it simple is cool, but there's a good chance you'll go through a lot of leads. Right. Yeah, you go right. through a lot of leads and you're really just looking for the one that you know how to work. Yeah. But if you put more tools in your tool belt and you can yeah. figure all this stuff out and the, the personality traits and things of that sort, you're making yourself more powerful. Yeah. And there might be motivation hidden there that you didn't see before. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly right. And this is what I said earlier is you can't mess up a motivated seller unless you're just that dumb. Uh, you know, and, and so, you know, I hate to say that, but it's true. But it's those ones that are in between, those harder ones, those ones that are right. not in your cards, those those ones that you got to you know put your work in and, and what value do you provide? Those are the ones. And to be frank with you, this is the market that those are that, that's, that's what's going on right now. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. All the transactions. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And we keep it and, you know, and we have a six, you know, we, we have what we call our, our six point system that are that we have our mm -hmm. acquisition guys uh, use. Um, because it's that's the system that we basically put all our sellers through, and, and it works well for us. Mm. Six point system, dumb. What's our? How many steps is our system? TJ, how many steps is our script? It's points, not steps. <laughs> <laughs> we have a thirty-eight point system. <laughs> it takes us about three days to get the seller Nine. through. <laughs> We're not allowed to hang up. I love it. Our sales manager says it's a five step system so we're better bro oh we're better oh, man. Man. damn all right you you win. i give up five. <laughs> what are those five stuff <laughs> those five is will you take low offer <laughs> <laughs> and max then that's one of the things i admire about you guys right is that you really are very very involved into sales right 
you guys have done some high level sales training or so it appears right and then you're converted it into our industry which is completely amazing yeah. and i think um, we have a good number of people on i think they're really interested in this session because of that yeah. um if they want to learn more about that or if they want to seek out ways to learn more from you how, how can they do that because we're getting yeah. close to the tail end of this thing yeah no perfect um so the easiest way is to go to our website disruptors.com disruptors.com just like how it sounds uh you can find a ton of information there uh, we have, yeah we got three disruptors.com that's ors at the end right yeah yep yeah plural disruptors.com um on the website you'll find a lot of information we got a lot of free stuff on there too um that you can actually we got the disruptors you that's 100 percent free um and uh, i think there's a couple other stuff that you can download for free some scripts and all that so um you know we 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 got a we got quite a bit of stuff and then if you want to actually take your skills to the next level you can join our you know our, we have uh, uh workshops that you can attend um as well um, and then if you want to reach out to me, it's really simple. Instagram is the best way at real Max Jimenez. Um, that's I'm pretty active on that. Um, you know, the, they can definitely reach out from there. Dude, I, I like the um, you, you had a, a, a video post where you're cold calling somebody and they don't want to sell and you just hang up on them. So they get angry <laughs> and they call you back. What are you hanging up on me? You say, well, apparently you don't want to sell and you hang up again. <laughs> and then you call you back, you're like, what if I do want to sell? Eh, you don't want to sell. Hang up again. Sure you do. <laughs> they call you back, you're like, no, I want to sell. Let's do this. Let's sign this contract. And you just keep hanging up on them. <laughs> it's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a little mini movie. <laughs> is that a Key and Peele script? Yeah, it is. It, so oh, we, yeah, took, we took it and converted it into uh, the real estate version. Did you see it? You didn't see it yet? I didn't see his. No, no, no. It's yeah. good. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, bro. Maybe you should follow me. I love creative <laughs> stuff like that because it's, ooh, wow. dude, I'm working, bro. I'm closing deals. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. So they can go to disruptors.com uh, or they can follow you on Instagram at, at Maxi Menace. You know right? what? Just or is it real Maxi Menace? Real Maxi Menace. Real Okay. And you're hey, on Instagram. It's right well? there at real Maxi Menace. <laughs> no, just for that, I'm going to unfollow you right now, dude. <laughs> um, and unfollow Steve while you're at it. Dude. Oh, yo. <laughs> Naman said, I'm, I'm going to fire off some last questions real quick. Sure. You guys, if you guys want to go over a little bit, I'm good. I'm good with time. It's up to you guys. It's your show, but I'm good with time. Oh, dude, if we go over, I'm getting wasted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, bro. Uh, let Max know. Oh, there's some heat. LBJ he says, is he says, a goat. You you think Kobe? You think Kobe's the man? Oh, oh I know who that is. <laughs> what did you say? What was that? Lyndon, you think Kobe's the man, but Lyndon B. Johnson is the man. No. Is that what LBJ <laughs> is? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. LeBron. Oh man. Oh, yeah, um, so sellers ask pretty often, what company do you work for? As a smaller company just starting, what is the best answer to this? Ooh. Sure. I work for direct home buyers. Mm. And we even put that on a text and we capitalize the D, the H, and the B. <clears throat> and it works. Direct home buyers. Yeah, so so but here, but here's the thing though. I don't want to just leave it there. So it works, it works really well. Well, I work for direct home buyers here in Phoenix. But the thing is that you can't stay there. You know, hey, hey Dom, um, I work for direct home buyers here in Phoenix. You know, just out of curiosity, you know, are you considering selling that property? You got to be able to shift away from it. You can't stay there. You can't pause there. Um, now, a lot of times you have some savvy people that will say, well, where's your, where's, you know, I, I need to see, like, I need to know that you're for real, right? Like, you'll get people that ask that. So my question to them is like, hey, that's understandable. Just out of curiosity, what is it that you need to see here to make you feel comfortable doing business? Mm. And then they're going to be like, well, I need blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, no problem, Dom. Once I provide that information to you, what happens next? So basically what we're doing there is that we want to see that they're not just fishing for our information. And then the second thing is that because you're asking a lot from me, I'm also going to get you committed to me. Mm -hmm. I need to hear that once I provide that information that you're actually going to sell me your house or we're going to do some business at some sort, some sort. You know, I can't hear. I don't want to hear wishy-washy stuff. I want to hear commitment. Mm. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm with you on that. We, we just did a, a virtual assistant training. And we had to train them up on that part, too, because they said, what happens? Because, you know, a lot of the sellers keep asking us, you know, 
Um, what company are you from? What company are you from? So we just say, just say you're from Max Max Cash Offers. <laughs> That's how we train our VA. We're actually looking at um, what what's crazy is this might help you guys. We're looking to create a, a one a one page landing page, right? For so that they have a website to go to. So we're probably going to create that. Maybe just put direct home buyers or something. You know, they have something to go to. Um, but mm. but again, you know, you can't jump the gun. You got to make sure that you're not talking to a suspect. Uh, you got to ask those questions and those right, questions right. help out. Yeah. Nice. That's a good point. That's what, a good point. what are you allowed to break down the six point system? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can break it down really quick. So you want me to do that now? Or is that what someone asked? Yeah. No, yeah if you can go through yeah. really quick, that's fine. Yeah, Really quick. So the yeah, first thing is, is, is uh bonding and report, right? We talked a little bit about that understanding what uh, what type of prospect you're actually talking to um that never stops that keeps going the bonding report if you think that it's just in the beginning you're 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 um you're lying to yourself the oh, bonding, like that. That, that continues through the whole call all the way to the end uh the second thing is what we call establishing the rules we're actually telling the prospect that we're gonna buy your house right uh, uh we're closing them up front like hey if it at the end of this call if it makes sense for us to work together two things are going to happen where they're going to come out to look at the property. Um, or sometimes, you know, there's some sellers that just think that this is such a good deal that we put everything in writing. Are you comfortable with any of those two? And they're like, sure, we get, we always get that. Yes. Sometimes you'll get that pushback. Well, it depends on the offer. Perfect. That's all I want to hear. Um, the other, so after we establish the rules, we go through, we, we discover pain. So pain means for you, for, for, for like the standard in real estate could be it's motivation, time frame. Um, and not just pain, it could also mean gain, right? There's probably a lot of people sell for gain, which means that they need to sell the property because they got an investment opportunity or something like that, right? Going right. on there. Um, but there are most people that we talk to, to be honest with you, they're in some type of situation and they need to sell the property. But we want to find out, um, is there enough pain there that our offer at 50% or 60% of ARV is going to make sense that's going to take care of that pain? Um, and, and so... The, the fourth thing is that, uh, that that we have is called uh, confirming, confirming all the terms, right? We're confirming everything we talked about. So, Dom, so basically you want to you want to move to, you know, uh, Arizona. Uh, you want to move to your kids. Don't, so what I'm hearing is that the only thing stopping you is from selling the property. Right. So we're confirming terms with them. We're, we're going to see how well and, 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 and how serious they are about selling. And then the next one is price. You know, we say, OK, right. right? You know, and, and then we're going to tell them, like, you know, just if we let's pretend that we were able to do all that for you. What's the lowest you feel comfortable selling the property for knowing that you were going to, you know, no, no money out of pocket, knowing that you were going to be able to move? What is that lowest number you feel comfortable selling the property for? Um, and then the last one, number six, is a two step process. So it's fulfillment. So you, you're doing the contract and we're doing a post sale. Those go those two go together. Um, the fulfillment is where you're just talking, you know, you're, you're fulfilling all the terms. You're going to fill the contract out. And the post sale is to make sure that everybody understands. So we signed the contract and then what we tell them is like, hey, hey, Dom, what does this agreement mean to you? And what we want to hear from them is what we discovered in the pain funnel or what we discovered in confirming the terms. We want them to tell us, Max, this agreement means that we're going to sell you the property. We're going to get rid of it. We're going to you know, be able to move to another state, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But here's the kicker. Hey, you know, because let's be honest, guys. You think that nobody else is calling them after you get the contract? Mm. Of course mm. not. Everybody's still blowing them up. So I want to tackle that up front. You know what, Dom? This has happened in the past. It's not. It doesn't happen every, all the time. But I have. I've had had uh, sellers where they get a call from another investor, and you know they, they they call them to buy their property. Let's pretend that happens. I mean, what are you going to tell that other investor, right? Um, you know, and they're going to say, well, they the answer I want to hear is like, I'm committed to you. I'm going to sell to you. There's nothing else, no matter what anybody comes and, and offers, um, you know, uh, I want to make uh, I'm selling the property to you. But what that does is that 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 allows me. So in case anything comes up, I can always bring that back up and say, hey, Dom, you know, when I was there, you told me, blah, 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 blah you know, this was going to happen. You know, even if somebody called you and offered you a little bit more money, you told me that we were committed. What changed? I'm confused. Help me out here. Mm -hmm. And so now we're we're, you know, and, and, and so we're getting the commitment. But that's the six points that we use. Uh, it's nice. report establishing the rules. Uh, pain questions, confirming price, and then um, and then um, fulfillment and post sale together. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. That's a lot of really really great stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Max, yeah. So so we're right 
a little bit over the the 10 o'clock point they know where okay. to reach you they know where to find out more information uh you dropped a, a lot of really great information so we truly appreciate it yeah. and I'll, you know while we're alive and while we're in front of people will you agree to come back on in the future what am I? Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Awesome, man. If you guys awesome. want to do a show, Warren, you got that recorded, right? <laughs> yeah, just after he was talking about how he gets them committed before. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Max. Get them in before you're off hey, the Max, air. You're so, what, so what does this interview mean to you? <laughs> you must be asking that for a reason. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm confused. What do you mean? I don't know. You tell me. No, last time we had you on, you said you were going to come back on. I'm confused. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you guys want to, I'll, I'll come back and, uh, you know, if you guys want to do one just strictly on sales, I know we talked a little bit about my background and our partnership and all that. Man, I'm open. So, oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Well, we'll get you back on here soon. Um, so, Max, once again, we appreciate it. You're giving us your time. Um, a lot of, great valuable information so it's really really awesome yeah thank you um, g took a plethora of notes oh i always get um, notes you reminded me about that word so i get to use that word again <laughs> <in the middle laughs> right now. convincing versus sifting mm. oh, I, I posted it i already i started it and tagged and tagged it and, and made it's, it into a post what do you mean by low offer i got that bro. <laughs> no no it's when low. you say low offer what do you mean by that yeah, oh, it's beautiful because you can get them to anchor before. Oh, it's just genius. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good oh. stuff. All right, man. So thanks again. And everyone that's watching, we appreciate you guys joining us every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time here on the Cash Geeks Network live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and maybe a couple of others. I'm not really sure, but we appreciate you guys all for joining. Guys, I'm Dom. And I'm G. And this is the, the Cash, Cash Geeks, Geeks Network. Network. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Hang out, Max.